0: Our mics gave out for the first 20 minutes, sorry for the weird audio. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello, everyone of the world, people of the world, and welcome to the very first episode of Melodic Vistas, the <laughs> official podcast of the Ramirez Cousins of Brothers. Yes, bro. I was <laughs> literally just telling Adrian before we started recording this stuff that we're doing a podcast. I can't even believe it. This hasn't sunk in for me yet. Like it's it's a little crazy, it's a little crazy, I'm not gonna lie. But um this I'm super excited to finally be doing this and in order to celebrate we're gonna do a little toast. Obviously, we cannot do alcohol for legal reasons. But we're gonna do the next best thing. We're gonna cheers to some milk and mariachis So cheers, here's some melodic vista. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's already smacking a little too hard. The milk was too good. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear what he likes to be
0: <laughs> keep, keep that in. in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not to the serious All stuff. Not right. to the, the nitty gritty.
1: Uh. So now we're going to introduce ourselves. We're going to um, introduce our music taste, who we are, where we're from. That way you can, you know, get to the, the members of your podcast a little bit, your hosts. So um, Adrian, would you like
0: to go first? Oh, you want me to go first? Yes. Where are you from? Well, first of all, who are you and where are you from and why should we here? Oh, great question. My name is Adrian. I am from Austin, Texas where cool people come from. Oh,
1: yeah. Ooh,
0: not my God. Not Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, we'll get to that <laughs> in a second. <laughs> um, why, why should people, well, why should people care about me? Um, pretty cool. Music. I have a very diverse taste in music. I listen to all kinds of stuff. Lately, it's been, um, a lot of reggaeton. A little bit of Spanish pop, Spanish rock. Is it's... Oh, all <laughs> kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Oh, and um... But... That doesn't really tie into it. But it's still... in there. Bro had he- to plug in the... He's very uh, rosier album. That <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Rose wildly. Okay. Um,
1: it's my turn, isn't it? Now it's my turn. Three. Hello lovely people, my name is Jenny Ramirez. I am from El Paso, Texas, aka coolest City right. in all of Texas. Because right. that's where all the Rasa's from, I'm saying. Not Austin. I don't oh, know
0: who the hell is from Austin. Who <laughs> next <laughs> is fucking from Austin? No one's from Austin. See me right on? Matthew McConaughey. Nah, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I had to on my was like Matthew McConaughey? Yeah,
1: that's true. But uh my music taste and I guess like my musical background too, um, it's, it's always been super diverse, man. Like it's such a hard question to answer because mainly, I mean, my music taste, obviously because of the podcast, you know, I really like, you know, all my Spanish, Latino artists. So, you know, uh, I started from a very engaged into some and then that's when I started branching off to, you know, my R.B., my hip hop. But I guess kind of like the kicker, the one that like people kinda of always clown me for. So <laughs> my number oh, yeah. one my number one favorite genre of music is actually EDM. Oh,
0: that's the
1: <laughs> the, or as some people call it the Rocket League music. <laughs> or the uh the Geometry Dash soundtrack. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of EDM. I've been liking ever since middle school. I've been a huge part of the rave scene and do I give middle school? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I give middle school? I don't think I give middle school just because I like EDM. I mean okay. No. No. Let the audience the Oh my god. Do I give middle school vibes cause I like EDM? Wow. Keep talking. But anyways. <laughs> anyways. But yeah. Um my I've been playing music for like Oh yeah, talk about instruments. But so I've been playing guitar since middle school, but ever since then I kind of branched out to a bunch of different instruments. It started with guitar, but then I started branching out to like you know, uh, drums, bass. Uh, I played clarinet in the marching band for a little bit. A
0: band and, kid. I, oh, I was a band kid for one year. I was a band kid. to connect? You... Is that part of the middle school vibe too? Is that what you're trying to say? Is it part of the fucking middle school lifestyle? Yeah, band kids listening to their e,
1: again. Yeah. T and shit. Uh
0: but other than that, yeah. Adrian, what instruments uh, do you play? instruments? I played violin for the longest time. Well not the long time, I school. Um I can't play for like four years. Orchestras and all kinds of stuff. No. Orchestra, he's an orc dork. Yeah. That's very great and then I quit <laughs> and then I changed the guitar to that's all I've been playing. As far as artists go for guitar, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, a lot of movies. He's a bluey kind of guy. Yeah, a lot of movies, bro. Controversial, John like John Mayhem's John guitar stuff. He's only controversial because of Taylor Swift, bro. That yeah, that's why, yeah, man. That's when you say that anymore, like, no one cares. That's why. Except I a mean, lot people <laughs> care. <come out. laughs> half of the fucking planet. That's that what I'm saying. No, but listen, I have my Taylor Swift playlist too, so if I
1: Haha, <laughs> probably like, one for the people. Yeah, two, bro. Alright, million dollar question though, who did you like first? John Mayer, Tim, Smith. and then after that, I have another question for you.
0: Who did you like first? Yeah. Who makes better music? <laughs> be honest, don't uh, no bullshit right now. Be honest. They're kind of, they're different genres. Okay, yeah. okay. Who so makes better know, music? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter, bro. You can't really put the... same <laughs> like, They're not really that different.
1: They're not really that different. And you know they're not really that different. I mean, as different as different can Okay, be they're
0: open. different vibes for different times of the day. Times of the day? Alright,
1: who are you listening to at night? Who are you listening during the day? Then? <laughs> Come on, bro. All the Swifties are watching you right now. This is literally going to determine
0: where you stand. Okay, I have I have more Taylor Swift songs in my library. Oh, okay. so I, like, but the John Mayer songs that I do have are, I like. Okay. Let's go. The truth has
1: been revealed. Sorry to all the Swifties out there, but I also agree with Adrian. I think John Mayer is the better musician, even though Taylor Swift may be more famous. I like his John's one. Well, actually, I take that back. Mm-hmm. Not the better news. I was gonna right? say I don't know about that. That's uh, what's it called? That's very. Biased and that's also unfair because yeah. like you said, they're from He's my personal favorite. I favor him over Taylor Swift. Not saying that they're different though, because they are different and they do play very different things. Mm-hmm. So I take
0: that back. But as a guitarist... Now I'm gonna be the
1: one getting canceled for <laughs> <with> that
0: <laughs> statement, bro. No, as a guitarist, John Mayer I, Yeah, absolutely. But
1: maybe singing-wise, I will say Taylor maybe has a beat there. That's true. But then again, like I mean, it's just different genres, different like, you know, everything. So I guess it kind of just like yeah, but anyways, so kind of just to break down for, you know, for you guys, what this podcast is going to be out, and the general idea, I know I have it in like the bio, and I had it in the trailer, but just like kind of quick, just really, really quickly, I am gonna I want to go over it, just so there's not like any confusion at that, that way me and Adrian can like kind of like put our own two cents in on what our mission statement is, and our mission statement is really simple, so this podcast, Melodic Vistas, is a spotlight for Latino artists and Latino talent that's, you know, making music and making waves and making this awesome stuff, but that's beyond mainstream, right? Because you have your mainstream Latino artists, which, you know, we all love them. And we're going to talk about them. Obviously, they're going to be on the show, you know, once their songs come out, we'll talk about it. But this show mainly highlights the artists that are beyond that mainstream, you know, the ones that aren't maybe talked as much. And those, for the most part, usually end up lying in different genres. Because the main genres that are popping off right now are like reggaeton. And um, even, you know, so I kind of like it. I'm a big fan of it. But, you know, the Mexican corridos and, you know. Los corridos corridos and all that stuff. That's popping off too. But that's definitely one of the genres that we will talk about. But we're also going to be talking about those genres for the artists that are like, you know, in rock. Or
0: in R&B. Or in indie. Or in EDM. Yeah, uh, like maybe try and kind of shine the spotlight on as much music made by people artists. Exactly,
1: like the hidden town, nice. so, You yeah. know what I mean, like the hidden town,
0: or or the or the town with people that, well, yeah, people that don't maybe don't receive as much recognition, recognition they deserve.
1: And the ones that, yeah, for at least for, for me and Adrian's <laughs> opinion, the ones that definitely do deserve that recognition because they're really True. cool. True. We um have spent a long time. Really thinking about the artists that we're going to put on this show. Um, thinking about all, all the talks that we're going to give and all this stuff. And at the end of the day, we just hope you guys really like it. This is for you guys. This is us. This is kind of like us trying to put you guys on
0: new music.
1: This is like, you know what I mean?
0: Basically, give me, g- me odds. Let me put you on. Exactly. That's
1: all it is. <laughs> it's basically yeah, It's like, let me put you on real quick. Let me like show you what's good. But um, other than that, that's basically the gist of it. Outside of the music stuff, we're just going to be talking about life. You know, the, the struggles of life. Well, I mean, we're two college students. We forgot to mention that. We're two college students. We're both Texas Tech University students. Um, he's an architecture major. I'm an engineering major. Uh, we live very busy lives, very eventful lives. And we'll be talking about that on the show, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, our culture, you know what I mean? Our past, all that stuff. We're both Mexican descent, so our whole family is from Mexico. Uh, what is chihuahua so you know what i mean we're going to be talking about that how our culture our life and how all of that comes into play and you know what i mean and how that
0: comes into play
1: exactly yes all of it is going to end up tying together it's all going to be one big combination so this is where you guys really hope you like it and once again thank you guys for joining us on the live Recess podcast Okay. So now that we've got all the good introduction stuff out of the way, now we're going to do a we're going to do a quick little recap of all the stuff that's been going on during the summer because starting from this episode on, we're only going to be talking about new stuff that comes out, you know, keeping you guys up to date. We're not going to be worrying too much about the past. We want to try and stay as up to date with the music that comes out
0: and the news
1: and the, you know, any artist album drops, all that stuff. We want to be as up-to-date with it as possible, so that way you guys are up-to-date with it as possible. So, before we start getting to the weekly, you know, the the updates and stuff, we're going to actually do a quick recap of the summer. So, during the summer, we had some pretty big albums drop. We had Peso Pluma drop Genesis. And, at the same time, we had Nathaniel Cano drop Nata Montana. So, for those of you all that don't remember, a little something like this. This was Peso Bruma's song Lady Gaga, and this was probably his most oh, famous right. one. I'm not gonna lie, this one kinda high key smacked, like, so yeah. Like, this one was probably one of the best corridos that I've heard in a long time, you know what I mean?
0: Si sí, la verdad que sí, that
1: But the real kicker is that Peso Bruma dropped the song with none other than Grupo Frontera, and it was called The and it was also really damn good. Like, peso gumba making gumbias, bro.
0: What? <laughs>
1: Dude, I know they they actually fit really well with each other. Like the voices, kind of does. Like I don't know what it is, but. I feel like they complement each other really well. Like, if you like listen to this, like... Yo. No, no, mames, that rhythm was so fire to use. This was my personal favorite song of the album, which is like... It's a really... it's a really hot take, because... Beso Pluma's songs... Like his most famous ones are not kumbias. Like this is a hot take for me to say that the Kumbia one was the my it's favorite one. But it really was. Like I, I really
0: think this song was like the best. Yes, okay. I'm is not my favourite artist. But he's yeah. not mine either, but he, there's a Yeah, this is pretty good. There's a couple good ones. Yeah, man. Like, pretty good. like this song was pretty good. I feel like
1: this is also gonna be a really hot take because we just played Lady Gaga and that was a really good one. But I feel like Peso Pluma does his best work when he collaborates. When he's with other
0: people. What do you think? you, know what what I, think you know, about that? You know what I really like the one, the one that when he did um, the collaboration with Isara. Yes, that was that's probably my favorite. Peso yeah.
1: Obviously.
0: No. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. No, I've, I yeah I, I really really like that. But, like, right, what do you think? Do you think he does his best work when he collaborates or when he's just by himself? When do you
0: think his best music shines? On? I don't I think I've listened to enough of his music. Um, but, when on Yeah, I've listened to him. But, like, this one is really we good. Have
1: to, we have to leave that one up for debate. Once Peso Pluma starts dropping some more music, we're going to leave that one up for discussion. Anyways, um, there was like a whole thing about it on Instagram, too. At the same time that Peso Pluma was dropping his album, Nataniel Cano dropped his album called "Nata Montana," and it was like I guess they were like feuding for like to see who had the better song. But this was a song out of Nataniel Cano's album. By the way, we're not sponsoring Maria's. <laughs> um, just FYI, we're not sponsoring them. We're just like really, really good. Sued. I'm gonna be
0: honest. I haven't heard this. It was not
1: as famous as the other ones. It really wasn't. Like I said, this was just the honest. This is just a recap of the biggest songs. This one really mm-hmm. wasn't as famous as the others, which is kind of why everyone once said this is when people really started saying that Peso Pluma started jumping Nathan caro. You I mean? This yeah, he actually started being superior to that. And that's so a while. That yeah, uh he actually has one in collaboration with Besokruma on the Genesis album. In yeah. ERC. Oh yeah. And this one's really good. But this one's also on the Genesis album from Peso Bruma. Which is another reason why people were saying that like, oh yeah. Not that is irrelevant now. Well not irrelevant, but like he's like not there anymore. Besopruma already exactly. jumped him. And it's wild because nothing. Yeah. Gano started first. He's the one that started dropping the music it is,
0: first. Yeah, I will say it is crazy how fast. Peso Pluma jumped. Was it within a year? It was within like a a year. It was within a year. Not crazy how fast. Like I don't, know, I don't know if his shows are sold out, but I'm sure they are. I know everyone's dying to go see Peso Pluma. Not even that.
1: He's become like he hasn't even become a, like a Mexico icon or even a Latin America icon. He jumped to like world icon status now. Honestly,
0: like he's everywhere. But I think I think the I think the Mexican president has like uh, daily meetings. Yeah, I don't know where it is, but they're like live stream. They're live stream daily meetings, and he plays music at every single. Like he plays, he chooses a song every single day, and I'm pretty sure he's put on, like, Bizzle through my own. Damn. Like, yeah.
1: You know who's next, bro? Joe Biden's gonna start bumping. <laughs> Joe Biden's gonna start jumping <laughs> Bizzle through my no, Actually, no, I'm just kidding. I feel like if he does that, he'll probably probably end up killing the brothers too. But next up, one uh, of the other newest albums that came out this summer is actually, probably, of all the albums that we're gonna talk about, my favorite. And that's Tiny, the producer tiny dropped an album called data and this album was incredible just with this one song already by itself i feel like it does the talking for it but this one's mojave everyone's heard this this is the collaboration that he did with bad bunny so he had bad bunny featured on his song but this really just this song just shows how fucking talented this guy is like he's just so damn good at seducing it's so impressive he's like and
0: then he did one with the movies, too. Oh. That one is awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it already gets us in the mood to dance. The fact
1: that Tiny produced a beat like this, like this gives like the weekend vibes, you know what I mean?
0: Oh it kinda does, that's right.
1: I, I think he thought about it. It gives the weekend vibes, you know what I mean? That shows that like, you know, yeah, Tiny is a mega co-producer. But this bro can make a song like in any other genre and kill it. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why Yeah this is the-
0: this is this is very very, very Well it's not very but it's- I mean, Bad Bunny's a like reggaetonero. It, it deviates, yeah, 100% but, deviates. but this is a very different beat in it. It's very, 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 different.
1: It may be like, I get what you mean, like, it's following, like, under the same vibe that Bad Bunny's music does.
0: Well, but... I i think it, no, I think it deviates. Like, like, it's, I mean, Bad Bunny's are reggaetonero, like so that's why it's like, yeah, it's different. Like, I don't know if it's the same, but, but like, <clears throat> it's still, it's cool. It's just, yeah, honestly, like, in that show yeah, it's,
1: you, yeah, this song was incredible. I heard it and I was like, no way. It honestly just goes to show how, like I said, it shows to show how talented Tiny is. Like, I feel like he's, this is honestly a biased opinion, and this is, this is actually going to change from time to time. It depends. I need to see how much more music they drop, but I really want to see, because personally, I think Tiny matches up, at least for me personally, better than Bisa Rap. Like, oh. Visa Raps music is good, but Vizarrap has never made a song this good. Like, this was different, like, you know what I mean? This was different. Obviously, like I said, it's gonna change because Vizarrap also has some bangers too, man. I mean, he dropped one with, who was it, Peso Pluma, he dropped with Shakira, he dropped one with Quevedo or Quevado. care okay, that one was awesome. Yeah. Like, he's made really good ones, but dude, this, nothing has topped this one for me. Yeah. yet. In terms of, like, the producers, Nothing has taught this one for me, but Like this one was just wild. But this one was datum, so this was the album that Tiny dropped. Next up, another big one for the reggaetoneros. Rao Alejandro dropped a continuation of his Saturno album, and he called it Playa Saturno, hmm. and he had this one on it. This one actually is with Lisa Rao. Speaking of, this one is with Lisa Rao. It's called What'd you think of this one? Did you hear it? I don't think I heard You probably heard the other one then, huh? The other Rawalakhan collaboration? Maybe. Yeah, I haven't heard They both came out. It was really interesting because up, dropped his like, you know, his like music session. Like, I don't remember. I don't even remember like what number it was. And he dropped it, it was with And then like five days later, he dropped another one, which was this one. So they made two collaborations, but only one of them made it on the album. Interesting. I guess it was weird because one of them was under Visa Raps name, but the other one was under Rao's name. Does that make sense? Like one of them was part of the music sessions, and the other one was part of the album. It's pretty good. This one, this one got kind of it got a, it got a pretty decent amount of popularity during the summer, especially like in the clubs and the club setting and stuff like that. It was it started popping off a lot, especially on the charts and stuff too. This one was there a lot. Well, this was Rao Alejandro's. Playa Saturno album, which was a continuation of his Saturno album, which I think came out a year or two years ago, give or take. Our mics finally started working. So following up on the continuations, another artist that did a continuation of their album was Carol G. So this summer, she also did a continuation. It was called Mañana Será Bonito, Bichota Season. So it was a continuation of her previous one. And this one kind of changed the vibe a little bit of her previous album it was a little um a little different i will say like the vibe was maybe a little more like edgy i don't even know if that's <laughs> the right word i don't know if that's the right word to say because mañana será bonito was very like you know happy aesthetic and it was very like vibrant or whatever and this one was more like
0: it's more bichota
1: yeah there you go yeah bichota. edgy that's... bichota type shit you know what i mean like it was it's probably why it's called Bichota season, yeah. She like she switched up all of a sudden, but no, it was really good music. So, the most popular song out of that album was the one that she dropped with Peso Pluma called Q Lona, also known as Culona. Mm. Have you heard this one before? No, <laughs> really? I thought you would have heard this one before. The girls haven't. It too. Interesting, a good one would you like some m <laughs> I'm sure maybe if I hear the
0: chorus it's
1: cool it was a good song I'm not gonna lie I feel like it fit really well with the other album actually yeah what do you think about that one
0: i don't know if i don't know if his voice fits with it my personal opinion oh. <laughs> um, yeah i don't know um
1: that sucks ass
0: <laughs> hold up
1: <laughs> r.i.p my m&m's Okay. Anyways, continuing. Here we go. Continuing. But yeah, so that was... uh, I didn't even know what was the last thing that we said before I dropped this shit. I mentioned how
0: I don't think his voice fits the vibe. Uh, I just, I'm not the biggest fan of his voice.
1: You know what? Neither am I. I feel like he sounds like too raspy. He sounds sounds like like he smoked for a long time, but he's only like, what, 20, 30 years old? Dude, yeah. He sounds like the chalkboard of the musicians, you know what I mean? <laughs> like where you go eee. it's it's interesting but people really sí, like por it.
0: Eso. oh my gosh, one time on TikTok, I there's people who go around like interviewing people and they went to mm. Mexico and they were like who's the better singer, Luis me or Peso Pluma? And of course everyone was like Luis Me, Luis. And then there was one like teenager who was like Peso Pluma and we were like no way! Like in a way, yeah. y'all are gonna put Peso Pluma over Luis, Luis Miguel.
1: Dude, Luis Miguel is the closest we're ever gonna hear, like, to God. <laughs> that's
0: like, what I saying. That's literally
1: gonna be like the most divine voice you're ever gonna hear, man. What, do you, <laughs> what are they on?
0: The hell! I can't believe but they like, said you're Peso right? Pluma. Mm-hmm. It was probably a taquache. It was a taquache, huh? Or like a cook? I don't know. I I feel like it could. It was like a. I want to say it was a teenage girl. <laughs> oh god, no! <laughs> what?
1: No, that's such an L opinion. Who the hell? Is- yeah, I know. <laughs> this is why we do podcasts like this to educate <laughs> people. I oh, yeah, like to people. educate you guys, bro. We got to make sure y'all are listening to the good music. What the hell is that opinion that Luis Miguel is, has a worse voice than Peso Pluma? That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. But continuing on with the album drops of the summer, our next artist is my personal favorite banda slash cumbia artist, Grupo Frontera. I think Grupo Frontera has absolutely destroyed this music scene of cumbias and stuff that has honestly, it hasn't faded out, but it hasn't really been at its peak like it was back, you know, when our parents were listening to it or anything like that. It kind of faded out. And then Grupo Frontera came in and they're like, yo, watch us cook real quick. And they made an album called El Comienzo. And this one, their most famous one out of this one was actually, well, obviously, you know, Ah, this song is on it this is the collaboration that they made with Bad Bunny absolutely destroyed like the charts which
0: is really interesting because Bad Bunny is is, like not his thing
1: neither is like Peso Pluma with Reggaeton you know what I mean everyone sees these genres and they're like yo let me hop on real quick let me hop on the track it's very interesting
0: to see everything mixing and like the collaborations creating different sounds. Do
1: you ever think you would hear Bad Bunny on a on a Cumbia song though?
0: I never thought I did, but I want to dance right now, so it's something they did something right.
1: Do you think Bad Bunny's voice fits really good on this song or no? Better than peso
0: <laughs> on the other one.
1: All right, all right, all right. But
0: Not that, yeah, I yeah, this is like yeah, I, yeah.
1: So this was obviously the most famous song, probably. That came out of Grupo Frontera, like out of their whole discography, this is probably their most famous one. But out of this album specifically, El Comienzo, their most famous one was actually a collaboration with Grupo Firme. And this one is, this one's
0: deep. This one really hits a different one. I haven't heard this one. Let's wait till this, this chorus estoy drop, tomando, man. No estoy there you go, bro. That's, that's Grupo Firme. That's Edwin Cass. That's different, huh? Yeah. I felt it in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's I'm adding that to my playlist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my playlist is called
1: Un Loco. Let's go. So this is the collaboration that came out of Grupo Frontera and Grupo Firme. The two grupos, the tag team of grupos, Came together and created this absolute masterpiece of a song. Absolute unity. I honestly can't name a time that Grupo Frontera has missed. Like when it comes to their collaborations, they haven't missed so far. At least in my opinion, they have not missed. You know, like they've just been they've just been killing it. I they're like bringing back cumbias to the modern day. And because of their collaborations with like Bad Bunny, uh, Grupo Firme. I think they even did one with Karin León and Yaritza. Oh yeah uh like my guy like these are fire like immediately you want to like start you could be driving on the freeway and this song starts playing you want to just hop out and start dancing or you start dancing like on the wheel like
0: right now you know what i mean
1: like you start dancing like on the wheel and shit it's it's crazy it's crazy because like did you ever think that there would be like cumbias coming out in the modern day that would smack as hard as the old ones like did you ever see that possibility
0: Because, like, on my cumbia list, it's mostly old cumbias.
1: Right? It's like a bunch of old artists, like Los Angeles Azules.
0: Azules. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of old artists that our parents used to listen to. And now you hear these, like, new modern day artists that are coming out with cumbias that. Like, they're smack, Dude, hit. they're fucking yeah, good. They and hit. dude,
1: the crazy thing is, like, I have my cumbia play this too, and it's like old, 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 new, 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 old, old, new. Yeah, yeah, old, yeah. Old new new. Like it's crazy. Like I never thought that that would yeah. mix together. If anything, I thought like if it was gonna be like a new cumbia, it'd be like a meme or something, you know? Like it'd See, be like yeah, a that? joke. But no, like it's Grupo Frontera actually did make like taking it seriously, and they're like breaking some fire, bro. Like they like whoever let them cook, <laughs> bro. Let them cook. Let them cook, bro. Let them cook. But to round out the list, we're gonna go a little bellico for a little bit, but I mean we already did with uh Peso Pluma and Nathaniel. But this is kind of a WP. this is a kind of a more sad take. This is Danny Lux's album, Deluxe. And for those of y'all who don't know, he's an artist. We are gonna talk about him on the podcast because I definitely want to cover this dude. But he's an artist that does, you know, corridos, but they're very, very mellow ones. They're very sad ones. Like imagine olivia rodrigo joe g vibes <laughs> like some very sad shit you know what i mean so i've
0: actually never heard this artist. so
1: these are like this will be interesting to listen these are some really sad ones but anyways this is his deluxe album uh, he dropped a couple of songs but his most famous one over that album was called i believe it was called dime que hay que hacer and this one bro when you hear this one you're gonna melt you ready <laughs> Just wait till you hear his voice, dude.
0: El mundo piensa que eres <laughs> fácil de olvidar Y yo sigo sin explicarme lo que siento No te he olvidado entre botellas de champán que That's really good, huh? I understand it now. I get it. That's cool. That's really good.
1: Another really famous song that came out of this album was Me Cambiaste. And this was a collaboration that this artist did with Eslabón Armado. So check this one
0: out.
1: So both of these artists, Eslabón Armado, maybe not as much, but both of these artists are artists that really dive into the sadness of corridos. Like, my girl just broke up with me and slept with my best friend, type <laughs> of, Like, it really sad shit.
0: That's cool, that's cool
1: isn't it like oh it gives me chills bro i really love that because like don't get me wrong i can i can like i can fuck with the peso pluma and the nataniel cano songs but for the most part they always end up like how our moms say they always end up being like puro sexy but these are like dude these are from the heart bro if you like listen to the lyrics of these bro damn in your feels those are sad shit bro i'm like oh shit You know what I mean? Like, that's why I'll say. Olivia Rodrigo type beat. But, like, if they weren't, like, in high school. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, beyond high school. This is, like, you know, mature. This is 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 Olivia Rodrigo vibes for mature people. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's cool. It's good. It's good, huh? But that's going to round out our list for albums of the summer. That's going to basically be our whole recap. Now we're up to date. Now, any al- any new albums that come out, we're covering them now. But like I said, this episode was just the roundout. We got them out of the way. We're covering them out of the summer. Uh, there are a couple of new ones, actually, that came out. I guess we can talk about them really quick. Uh, Maluma dropped oh an album. And it's called Don Juan. I know he's touring it right now, too, but he's
0: going to Austin.
1: Yeah, I heard. I've been listening.
0: I've been listening. He's also going to El Paso. Don't count yourself too lucky. I've been listening to this album for the I I only recently discovered it well it came out it didn't come out that long ago well I think it was August yeah it it, was I think it it, it was late August so it was it was pretty recent yeah it's a pretty recent album but I've been having it I've had on repeat for the past like two days is
1: it good put me on I haven't heard it yet There's a record I haven't heard it yet so
0: let's hear it like I listened to this and it was really late at night and I was tired and I on like a Wednesday night and I wanted to go party damn Yeah. On a Wednesday night. The chorus is my favorite. There's a couple more. Mm -hmm. What's really cool about this album is, what's really cool about Maluma that I discovered is he's both a reggaetonero and like a partier, like kind of that kind of music. But he also does like little pop stuff.
1: Yeah. No. That took me out, bro. No way. Okay. Damn! Yo, you know what it's giving? It's giving, like, visa Rap vibes. Kind of. It's giving, yeah. like, this is, like, yeah, I feel like visa Rap probably produced this one.
0: But it doesn't have his name on it, huh? This is, like, just Maluma. This is just Maluma. Wow. He did, and then on the same album, there's one he does, he does with Marc Anthony so yeah it's like it's both like, reggaeton party stuff and then and then, like Marc Anthony is a yeah. throwback throwback right for people
1: that like actually <inaudible> fucked with his music he's like from the same era as like Ricky Martin and Enrique Iglesias bro he's throwback throwback
0: it's literally like it's awesome no fucking way bro Five, but it's so good Oh, this one's another one of my personal favorites. It's called Junio. Okay. It's about a it's about a summer love. But it's also very much like Spanish pop. I love it. I love it. Wow. This one came out Aluma as, really took a
1: different approach with his shit. This one came out as a single a couple, like, about a month ago. And I it was, I, it's, I really, really, I haven't heard this one before. Interesting. How have I not heard this one before? This is awesome.
0: Wait till the beat track. Wait till the chorus <laughs> just enjoy it please I'm in love with this album <laughs> it's almost there I promise please just yeah.
1: shoot <laughs> let them cook let them cook let them cook let them cook that bass is going crazy though that bass line is going crazy though It's giving Maluma meets the Jonas Brothers. It's. So I really good. fucking like it, though. That's really good. Damn, Don Juan was popping off. So that's one of the newer albums, Don Juan. I believe there's another album that came out pretty recently. Let me look at my notes real quick. Yeah, another album that came out decently recently, so we're going to talk about it, is actually by Mora, and it's called Estrellas. And this one is actually... Oh, yeah. It's actually getting a lot of recognition, believe it or not, because Morra was actually not, maybe, I mean, like, yeah, he was a big artist, but like compared to all the other artists that are around today, it wasn't as big. But this album is actually catching people by storm and it's called Estrella. This is probably one of the uh, the more famous ones out of it. I actually haven't listened to this either. <laughs> it's not bad, actually. I really, li- I can see why people are really messing with it. I really liked it. Mi cuarto sigue de luta y a ni los placeres, me los disfruto, tu recuerdo va de pasajero cuando conduzco. De abrir las puertas al amor, pero no ocupo y desde que estoy solo, conmigo
0: discuto. Yeah. Y me pregunto a ver, aunque mejor ni saber, porque mientras menos sepa, menos te va a doler. Me cansé de comprar recuerdos que después los iba a devolver donde se aprende a que eran. Okay,
1: I kind have
0: of a long build up, but we're getting there. We're getting there. It's a really long build-up. Yeah.
1: Interesting. and this is the most famous song out of the album mm-hmm. okay okay we got there it took a while but we finally got there is,
0: like, is it like more over, overall like reggaeton or I believe so so
1: I haven't really listened to him too heavily I feel like I need to in order to like truly answer that question but from what I have heard, it's like reggaeton flip-flopping in between that and hip no, I'm sorry, not hip-hop. Pop. Oh, like reggaeton and pop. He flip flops in between them a lot and meshes them a lot. But overall, pretty pretty solid. Man, he's ha- he has a good sound. I really like it. And then finally, to round out the list of the new albums, and I guess the albums that have come out in the entirety of the summer up to this point, is finally to close it off, Yarita y su esencia. And this album was called Obsessed Part 2, which I guess like the other two were a continuation. This is a continuation of their Obsessed album. And this one's called Obsessed Part 2. Their most famous John out of this one was called... Hmm. Interesting. Not on this part of my mind. I think it's called Dub... Okay, yeah. I got that right. It's called Dubai.
0: Yeah.
1: I like those trumpets. Those trumpets sound pretty good.
0: Okay.
1: Her voice is amazing, bro. I will say her voice is
0: really fucking good. I really like her voice.
1: i i just got into my bellico mode bro they put me in a bellico mode i like it, with it. have you heard the controversy behind these guys I haven't. Yeah. No, I haven't. let me fill you in really quick so i can get your opinion on it and actually this is all up to my knowledge i don't really know too much about it as far as up to what i know they have become a little bit controversial for the stupidest reason too Not even that they're controversial, just people started hating on them because one time they went on an interview with someone. I don't remember where or who, but they were interviewed and these guys, Yarita Esosencia, it's a group of three people. Obviously, the lead singer Yarita and her two, uh, what's it called? The two musicians that play with her. And they went on an interview and they are from Chicano descent, right? So they're not actually from Mexico, they're Chicanos. So when they were interviewed, they started talking very bocho, you know what I mean? Like, I think, mm-hmm.
0: um, <gasps> I think I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one
1: of the guys was yeah. like, um, pues es que me gusta nomás comer chicken. You know what I mean? Like, he I, mixed I, them I, and stuff I've like that.
0: I've seen clips of this. I've, yeah, it's, yes, yes, yes. I've, I've seen clips of this. I didn't know that was them,
1: though. Yeah, that's them. But the main controversy that came out of it was, it was actually the lead singer, Yadiza, And she said that she didn't like Mexican food. Oh, and that was a controversy I didn't hear as far that. as i remember i'm pretty sure interesting i actually don't know what it is i have to research this but I, up to my knowledge <laughs> take it with a greatest of take it with a grain of salt because I, I actually don't know what the full thing was i need to watch it we can talk about that in the next episode like see how like off i was but up to my knowledge they had said something about like yeah i don't like uh mexican food
0: interesting and, Everyone in their
1: mother started hating on them for that, lost their shit, obviously. and I was like, "Okay, fine, they don't like Mexican food, and yeah, I'm Mexican too. If someone tells me I don't like Mexican food, I'd be like, "What, the hell? <laughs> but I feel like it got to a level of hate that was so much that yes. they started I'm- taking away from them like it started yeah. becoming like derogatory at one point, you know what I mean
0: where it's like unnecessary,
1: yeah, like they started throwing so much unnecessary shade. it's like, bro. First of all, they started clowning the dude that was like, you know, speaking pocho. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm pocho. Like, I know what it's like. I mean, we're born in the U.S. You know what I mean? Born in the U.S. We're not actually from Mexico. English is the language that is our dominant language. It's like, you know, give them a break, man. They're making good music. They're joining, you know, the part, you know, they're being a part of the Latin community of like music and stuff. Yeah. Give them a break, man. If anything, I was like, they're killing it more than half of the people that play. More than 75%, <laughs> 80% of people. They're killing it more than any of these artists. Like, for them to like, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of unnecessary.
0: Yeah. The hate once it once got. it gets to an extent where it's like, nah,
1: it's, not, it's not that deep. Exactly. It's not that deep. It's yeah. like, come on. And a lot of people are saying like, oh, um, you know, they're not good musicians or whatever. It's like, pause
0: okay that's yeah too no far. that's too far that's too far that's because what i'm at saying that point, at that point they're like it it uh, it's because it's like just because like this like they're speaking food, or they like mexican food like they automatically like, they automatically don't make good it, music it takes yeah. away from their music
1: like it's like saying you're not allowed to make it anymore you're not good enough for it because yeah. you're not actually that like bro come
0: on like let them cook because they're cooking it's like really damn good It's like a chef it's like oh i don't like italian food but i'm really good at cooking it. like
1: yeah or like if an italian chef tries making mexican food you're not going to tell them oh you're not mexican you're not allowed to make it exactly like
0: what the fuck no no. like in most well i guess it's kind of but like in most restaurants like the people working in the kitchen are not uh, they're not always the culture of the restaurant
1: absolutely like, not no and it's the same thing I feel like I feel like people need to see the that ethnicity of the restaurant exactly like and somewhere. they need to see that the same way they see music I mean music has to be like that too you know what I mean yeah, let Yaritza isu esencia cook man let them cook because they are straight cooking with fire man let them cook I agree and that's gonna wrap up the first Chisme are you ready really? to hit it some more because we've wrapped up the albums of the summer but now there's a little bit of cheese that's been flying around. This will be kind of a quick fly-through, but we obviously can't just leave it in the air on the podcast and not talk about it. So the first one and the biggest one, Rao and Rosalia.
0: For those that of you who... So for real, I don't know much about
1: that. <laughs> you know what? Neither do I. All we can do is have opinions on shit we don't know about. <laughs> that's the beauty about this podcast, is that we may actually not know that much. And honestly, I think that's honestly better because at least for me, me and Adrian, we like to focus more when it comes to artists and their music, we like to focus more on the musical side of artists rather than spending True. too much time, you know, worrying about their personal lives and their, you know, the cheeseman behind them or whatever. Like, yeah, we're Mexicans. We like cheeseman. We're obviously talking about it right now. We're <laughs> going to talk about it, but that's never going to be the focus of our podcast. Never. We always are going to put the music first yeah. and the, you know, the art and the artists have to be separated. And We're always going to focus on the art. You know what I mean? That's basically, yeah. But Once we're done focusing on the art, which we are, let's talk about the artist. Let's
0: talk about the artist.
1: So up to my knowledge, there's only like, I mean, it's basically pretty general. Rao and Rosalia, for those of you guys who don't know, they're two really big reggaeton artists um, in the scene. They started dating for a really long time. Weren't they going to get engaged or something like that? I don't know if they were going to. I
0: remember I, I saw a music video where, like, it was some. I think it was a song they did together, and then she like at the end of the video, was like she put up like an engagement ring or something. I
1: think it was something like that. They were gonna get engaged. Yeah, they
0: were gonna or they were, engaged. yeah.
1: Something like that. So it was something like that. Something around that ballpark. But they split up. I don't know why, and I don't want to jump to assumptions either because I don't know the full extent of what happened. But the Cheeseman that I will talk about, which is actually music related. Is that a couple of months later, or not even like months, I think weeks later, a couple of weeks later, Rao dropped the song. I think it was called, my God, what is it called? Um, I think it was called Hayani Hami. Hayani Hami. I believe it was called Hayani Hami. Let me see. But Rao dropped the song. Yeah, Hayami Han. (laughs) Try pronouncing that, bro. I don't know how to say that. Hayami Hana. Hayami Hana. Not that hard, bro. I don't really know that hard. I was it's trying just... to I was trying to remember it off the dome. But, basic uh, reading comprehension is <laughs> shut what that is? The fuck up. Adrian. It's not that hard. <laughs> but Rao released this song and it's supposed to be like an apology. Oh shit. I didn't know that. I mean like you've heard of diss Tracks." <laughs> now get ready for <laughs> the <reverse>. miss Tracks. Mist Tracks. <laughs> the Mist track. <laughs> Tracks, I miss you tracks. Fuck. <laughs> I wait. You can already tell this sounds like a puppy commercial. Like, (laughs) have you donated to dogs? They need your help. So this came out
0: like
1: a couple of weeks after they
0: split up. Damn. Yeah, that's not a diss track. That's a mistrack. This is a mistrack. Straight up like, this is a straight up, please come back, I miss you. Yeah, for real.
1: And obviously, like we said, separate the artist from the artist. What do you think about the song? It's pretty good. I, 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 hadn't, I hadn't heard it before. It's very honest, huh? Very honest. Very, you could tell that he really poured his heart out in this one. It's true.
0: Ooh. Ooh. It is very, very, very heartfelt. Like, which
1: is weird because Rao is never heartfelt. Never heart persona heartfelt. Persona heartfelt. Very Half of his songs are about
0: like,
1: <laughs>
0: But this is like different.
1: But basically to not make the story too long. So not make the story a little too long, there's a line in the song that kinda caught my eye. It said like I said, because I because I saw it, I was like, they broke up, but I didn't know I don't know why. And I didn't want to jump to conclusions until I knew the truth. But one of the lines in the song says, I'd never be uh it says in Spanish it says, Nunca te seré infiel, pero separamos por cosas que fuera que fueron fuera de mi control. Which in English translates to I was never unfaithful to you. But we separate because because of reasons reasons beyond my control. control. Interesting. What do you think those reasons were? (laughs) I mean, think of like from an artist perspective, like, you know what I mean? Like the struggles that an artist has to deal with, especially the artist of those magnitude. What do you think that reason could have been? I feel like they are. The answer is already out there, and we're just like trying to come up with this shit ourselves.
0: Yeah, like we're gonna, go, see- we're gonna go look it up once yeah. we're done. And we're gonna be like, "Oh, fuck that." Okay.
1: <laughs> we're gonna be like, "We're dead <laughs> we're wrong." Fucking
0: dumbass. Okay, but okay. What, what, what do you think it could be? Like for reasons of your control. Like I don't know. Like music, maybe like the like- touring, bro,
1: or like you know the separation between them. Maybe I feel like because, I mean, it's not really shown that much. It's kind of been shown a little more recently in recent years, especially with like, you know, scandals like Madonna. That was kind of like the first one that publishes, publicized it, publicized it a lot. It kind of like really put a spotlight on it. And from there, it's kind of just taken, you know, it's taken flight. But the struggles that artists go through, man, like, I mean, you know,
0: there's a lot of work and dedication that has to be put into it if you want to make.
1: And not even that, the stress that they hold. I mean, being in the music industry is a very, very it takes a lot out of you from the artist. Maybe it you know
0: was mean. just straight up they couldn't handle it, like
1: yeah, the everything. No, same. I don't know. I'm thinking. About, I think about it like hopefully. I don't know. We're gonna search this up, and it's probably gonna be like Raúl le puse los cuernos and <laughs> we're gonna be like, well, fuck like me. That. But I mean. I would like to think that it was because of something. The music, I think it was like music industry related. You know what I mean? Maybe the pressure was like too much, or like you know, too much stress, too much on their plates because they're both. It's not just like one of them is a big artist and the other one isn't. They're both really big artists. Yeah, they're both like in the top ten reggaeton artists right now. Both of them are. They're both in the top, and I guess like I don't know. The music industry can be really hard play sometimes, but, um, you know. Hopefully everything ends up working out with them. I'm waiting for Rosalia's mis- <laughs> mistrack. mis-track. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Rosalia mistrack. Uh, but that's Rao's mistrack. That's probably the biggest chisme that I got. And like I said, totally. the chisme, it still has something to do with music, so we're always going to try to keep it related to that. Um, I guess now to a chisme that isn't really music related unless you want to relate it. Actually, I can kind of, uh, I can kind of relate it, but bad bunny and Kendall Jenner was a big talk of the summer.
0: Oh, that's right. Huge talk. Of <laughs> I the forgot summer. about that.
1: <laughs> bad bunny and Kendall Jenner were <laughs> one of the biggest talks of the summer. Every you see
0: that video on Instagram, there was a, Mommy, be careful, or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, where he yeah. was like translating the. No, no. no. Oh, it my. was like, on, I, th- I don't know if it was on Kendall Jenner's Instagram, but it was like some story where she was like, they were like at a zoo or Kim huh and you, and you could hear in the background, Mommy, be careful. <laughs> something like that. No way. Yeah, it was Bad Bunny. I don't know. It was very recent. It was this Everyone
1: show. got so mad at it. <laughs> Everyone got so mad that Bad Bunny went for Kendall Jenner. And you know what? <laughs> I don't really blame him either. Like, I can't really say like, oh, you guys are getting mad because you wish that was you or whatever. Like, I mean, yeah, sure. But Bad Bunny has explicitly said in his song, it's actually one of his most famous songs that or yeah, I think it's called El Apagón, where he's only going to go for Latinas. That's right. He He said that he wouldn't go for anyone that didn't have, quote unquote, El Sazon.
0: Oh, that's right. In that phone, it's like, yeah Yeah. Exactly. And then he just completely one eighty'd himself. Like he one eighty
1: his statement. Like I would have been I mean, like yeah. I wouldn't have said anything, but it's like, bro, why did you say that then? Like you just <laughs> completely one eighty'd what you said. Yeah. But now we have basically falling into a loop of famous artists dating a Kardashian. First, <laughs> you know, I mean first it was Kim and Kanye, we all know how that ended. If you don't, you live under a rock, really, because like I really don't think I need to explain that. I think everyone <laughs> knows what happened with that situation. That is
0: uh, that is Kanye in general. Yeah, I'll be I mean, wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what that is, look it up. I don't have, We don't have the time to talk about it. It's too much, and it's basic knowledge. But now it's Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. Oh, I forgot, and Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner. Uh, they obviously don't even compare to how wild Kim and Kanye's relationship was. Uh, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner, I know they broke off, but it was—I, from what I know, it was on good terms. And now it's Bad Bunny's turn to join the Kardashian family name. Ooh. Yeah, that reaction right there just summarizes everything that I was about <laughs> to say. I don't even think I need to elaborate. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. Um I mean, I wish them all the happiness in the world,
0: right? That's they're human. They're, at the end of the day, they're human. We don't wish don't fall upon anyone.
1: No. At the end of the day, I wish all the happiness in the world for them. Um uh, everyone's super mad about it though. All the ladies, especially, they're like, he should have been mine, or why are you dating uh, yeah, someone I... that isn't Latina? And uh yeah. But they've been everywhere now. I think they officially made it official when they went to Drake's concert and they were seen like making out at Drake's concert. Yeah, Drake got them in the mood. <laughs> Drake, I mean Drake gets anyone in the mood, this but yeah. But I think they were like caught making out at the Drake concert, like on the, <laughs> there's like TikToks about it and everything. But a whole nine yards. Who else am I missing? Um, this is not really current, Cheez man. We actually might cut this out of the video depending on how relevant it is. Uh, I figured I just might mention it just for the sake of it. Karol G and Anuel was a really long time ago. But I will say...
0: I have no idea.
1: So so for those of y'all who don't know, Karol G and Anuel were... Before they became famous, they kind of came up together. So Karol G and Anuel, when they were barely getting up in the game, they were dating. So they were like... The power couple of the reggaeton industry but they were like the big power couple like really really fucking famous like it was basically like yin and yang without carol g you can't have anuel and without anuel you can't have carol g it was wild they would sing about each other on their songs they would you know what i mean have each other in their concerts it was big and then like most people in the reggaeton industry Anuel le puso los cuernos Hijo a Karol G. And from there on, kind of like Taylor Swift, from then on, we've just gotten nothing but good music. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute blessing on society, you know?
0: Like, That's how you know someone is making good music.
1: Hell yeah, man. She, I mean, Anuel. <laughs> I know this is like very twisted to say, but. Thank you, brother. You really <laughs> took one for the team, my guy, because good. Ever since they broke up, that's good. Carol G has dropped fire, bro. Her old music, it was good, but it has nothing in comparison to her new. That's very true. And I will say, I mean, the reason I'm bringing this up is because, yeah, it's past news and it was in the past, but Carol G's newest song, which was in the Mañana Será Bonito Bichota season album, is a song called Mi Ex Tenía Razón. That song. Is about Anuel. Oh, in
0: serio? I didn't know that. That song
1: is about that song is about Anuel, and basically, in a nutshell, what the song says. Um, do we have? I mean, we're gonna play it. This is probably gonna get cut out, anyways. Basically, what the song says is that my ex was right. He said I would never find anyone like him because I found someone better than him, and she's talking about none other than your boy Fade. In serio? I'm being dead ass bro that's actually like watch I'm gonna just skip to that part with it because this song is really long but uh, yeah check it out Two.
0: is this like a cumbia oh shit I didn't know
1: watch let me skip to the part where she's like saying that shit yeah, watch check it out that's crazy huh yeah. like the song is good it's a vibe it gives like really Selena vibes you know what I mean like the Lejano Cumbia but I was listening to it and I heard that one bar and I was like oh shit like that's what I'm saying like you went from mistracks to diss track, dude the Karol G and well like that whole scandal was a really long time ago it was like I'm talking years ago. You're like, not it was a, it was it was a hot ass minute ago. It was a long time. And now, uh, for those of you who don't know, Carol G is dating Fade now, and they're like official now. Mm-hmm. And Anuel has publicly gone out in concerts and clowned Fade. Did I say really? that right? Anuel has clowned Fade. Did I say that
0: or did I, I say said- no 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 Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Anuel has came out and clowned Fade in his concerts. Like oh. He's, he's like, he's a, he's picking up my leftovers or whatever oh, the fuck. Like, like picking it. up my leftovers lifo- type vibe. E- and I guess, Karo G, like, never went on the record officially and, like, came back at it until that song came out. Interesting. And all of us, there's no names named in the song, but, like, all of us know that song is for... Everybody a, knows. for Annoyed. And she's talking about the one that does it better. She's talking about Faith. Interesting. So... Not really relevant chisme, but Karol G, <laughs> G decided to keep it relevant. True. She decided to True. keep it relevant. So we're rolling with it. You know what? Orale. Like I said, artist art from the artist. I wish Karol G nothing but the best, nothing but happiness, especially with her new relationship with Fade. I wish her nothing but happiness. But if this Fade Fuel, or this Fade Fuel, I'm sorry, if this Anuel drama is going to keep making good music like that Selena Cumbia that we just heard, <laughs> Anuel, keep it up keep it
0: up bro fucking killing it
1: you're doing an amazing job <laughs> she's like that one guy that broke olivia rodrigo's heart yeah
0: <laughs> and all of a sudden she and dropped the sudden. fire
1: album <laughs> keep doing that <laughs> especially to our good artists taylor swift date someone else <laughs> we need an album part two. we need, midnight part we need two.
0: midnight's part two
1: <laughs> we don't need midnights bro we need midday where's midday at <laughs> Or Carol G, we need uh oh not mañana será bonito uh, hoy será feo. <laughs> we need hoy será feo, bro. Mañana like será
0: culero. <laughs> <laughs> hoy será.
1: <laughs> that was so good. We need that album, man. Anuel, do some shit. Make her drop hoy será culero, hoy please. Culero. <laughs> oh my god,
0: that's awesome.
1: <laughs> and that is gonna wrap it up for the first episode of Melodic Vistas. Thank you so much. Like, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. Like, if you made it this far and you, you know, you stuck with us, you stuck through all the, the drama and the bullshit and the music, <laughs> especially the music. Thank you so much. Like, we yeah. love you guys. This podcast, honestly, is for you. This is for you guys, the viewers. And it was fun to make. Yes. This is, like I said, this has been a brainchild of mine and Adrian's for a really long time. And now that we're finally like in the moment actually getting to do it, you know, we have to take a second and thank you guys because without y'all, I mean, this is for you guys. Like I said, we're the... We're like your homeboys that are oxing in and like, yo, let me put you let on. Me real put you quick. on, yes. So thank let me, you. Let me tell you the backstory to this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god, guys, you have no idea. <laughs> so actually, ready. so actually, he's an <laughs> alien abducted from Earth. only
0: <laughs> ready for this shit.
1: <laughs> but thank you guys so much for sticking in. Um, we're gonna be dropping the podcast weekly. Um, I'm not sure if we're gonna keep it on Friday. Most likely we are, but if anything changes, I'll update it on the Instagram. And yeah, Adrian, um, would you like to say the platforms that we are on? Um,
0: we are on YouTube Spotify Apple Podcasts and anywhere you listen to podcasts as well because we're cool
1: like that hell yeah so tune in every bye week we're going to be posting stuff and this is the kickoff man this is I mean we're barely getting started now we're going to start getting into the real fun stuff the podcast is only going to grow from here so here's to the first episode of Melodic Vistas we love you guys thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next in two weeks we'll see you guys we'll see you guys in the next podcast thank you so much love you guys adios